and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brick Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this episode, we're going to have a lot of fun because Ashley and I just came back from our little Christmas visit with her family. In Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Later on the show, we will be analyzing the first episode of the second season of X on the Beach, America. Yeah. We also watched um, the Skin Wars Fresh Paint. Right. We had some plane watches. We plane watched some watch. stuff on the plane. Uh, got a Skin Wars Fresh Paint season, season one. one, episode one. It seems like Skin Wars Fresh Paint is kind of like an all-star season, like an all-star chopped. And if you don't know what Skin Wars is, it's hosted by RuPaul and it's about body painting. That's right. We'll and there are nipples. Oh my lord. Getting nip- covered. Yeah. And also a little awkward to, uh, to watch on a uh, public airplanes yeah so, very strange ashley and i do not fly in pjs we yeah. are not private jet people just yet almost. almost we think about it every year we go is this the year we become pjs i'd say we're about a thousand bucks shy of being yeah. one of those people maybe but like 500 shy. who knows yeah, who, who knows? knows and then we also watched a little gym on our roku called the great christmas light fight yes is that the name of it i believe it is uh season Did I six get that right um and it's on abc traditionally but you can watch it on hulu the great christmas light fight yes we will get into it because i gotta say spoiler alert i loved it Mm. but before we talk reality television let's talk our real lives let's get into it ash how do you feel at our uh, little uh it was quick that trip we took down south yeah so just a full disclosure it is christmas eve merry christmas to the blowhards merry christmas breadstick you sure did cheese me right we were making up a lot of uh christmas songs on the way back because we were hanging out with a six-year-old yeah it was really fun and he at one point he pulled out a breadstick and i ate it and i looked over and just said merry christmas breadstick and then we just did that for about two days yeah it was so much fun it was a lot of fun um so it's uh it's the christmas season you know part of being a couple is splitting time where you're gonna go and 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 nick has been a sweetheart and gone down to my family for christmas day proper the past two years so it feels like a little longer than that i i I did think it may have been three but it could have been two it's two it's two three years ago i dog sat that little dog ruby remember i stayed here yes and we went frenchy the Frenchie Green Ruby. Mm-hmm. I stayed Living with in a her compound. for a week. Stayed in, yeah, a million dollar mansion, it felt like, yeah. even though it was just an apartment yeah. in a luxury building in nice. Greenpoint. And that Christmas, we, um, you you went to New Jersey, but you came back for Christmas Eve. We went and got, di- we got that horrible dinner at All's Well. I will just call them out by name. What the hell happened? It was, first off. I remember off, the dinner, but why was the, it so bad? The food was delicious, okay? Um, if you're in Brooklyn, check it out all's well it's I w- on uh, bedford avenue yeah i used to work at the farmer's market and i know for a fact that these guys are coming to the farmer's market and buying vegetables from the farmer's market to use in their restaurant and that's why we were gonna go because it was it's supposed to be very high quality food nick a sweetheart he had said listen i, I you can't be with your family I'm, i want to be with you on christmas eve i'll stay with you we'll go get a nice dinner and we'll go to the movies and what were we gonna see nick do you remember christmas well, eve of course you gotta watch Doc. Die hard. Star Wars, baby. Oh, it we're was Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. With the 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 first new reboot with Adam Driver, whatever that was. Uh Force Awakens. Yes. So it's not a reboot. It's not a, a reboot. It's a excuse me. Excuse me. But the the whatever brought the blood back into the franchise. It was Force Awakens. Force Awakens. So 
<sighs> Nick's like, you pick the restaurant, you take care of all the details. I pick all's well. I call them. I say, hey, I'd like to reserve two for Christmas Eve. And they say, you know what? We're not doing reservations because uh, we're expecting a low turnout. And I said, okay, cool. Two days later, we go there, we show up and they go, and uh, what's your reservation? And I said, you guys told me you weren't going to have a reserve. We didn't have reservations. And they were like, we got bar seats. And then Nick started to cry freak out one thing nick hates in this world it is bar seats i don't like a bar seat uh followed closely by not liking a high top table so then i think i started to cry and the manager was like uh uh give us a second we'll get you a table i don't know but i do remember eating in silence and i remember nick being very upset with me because he was like you were supposed to handle all of this oh uh, and i was what like happened to us talking about <laughs> a nice I, I, you know you blindside me with this we gotta start having pre-production meetings because because it seems like every time we get on this thing, I press record the little red button on here, and all of a sudden it's a tell-all. Yeah, that's right. I spill all the beans. But my this... goddamn grandma listens to this. Don't say GD on Christmas Eve. All right, my motherfucking grandma listens. Oh to this. my <laughs> god! So um, this year we're doing a Christmas in New Jersey, and it is going to be so fun. It's also a uh, um, a screenplay I'm writing. A Christmas in New Jersey. Christmas in New Jersey. Um, very excited for an Ocean Grove Christmas. It'll be our first. First official Ocean Grove Christmas. Yes, we will be in Ocean Grove, New Jersey. Do not stalk us. Yeah, we're going to be on the shore. But we've we've come like a little bit before Christmas, a little after, but we've never done Christmas proper there. I'm very excited. Uh, and Ashley is going to be exposed to a very Italian tradition tonight yeah. as we go to my dad's family's house and we do the night of the seven fishes. That's right, folks. Seven whole fishes come down the pike. We catch them right out of the river. We throw them down our gullets like a bunch of seagulls. And that's the Italian tradition. That's the Italian way, baby. It's a five-hour meal, seven courses. Each course has a different fish and in honestly, it. I can imagine we probably will talk about it next week. So yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll uh, little just, teaser, little Just teaser. know that it's coming up. Because also, it leads to, uh, which I didn't realize this, it's a European custom. European. European. Nick. Sorry. Listen, when you're when if you're American, when when uh, before you walk into the bathroom, and you're an American after you leave the bathroom, what are you in the bathroom? European. European. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just think of that? Yeah, I made that up. No, that was a joke we were telling each each other in like the third, fourth grade. Wow. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Here I am thinking you're a little joke genius. Mm-hmm. In Europe, they open presents on midnight. At least that's what Nick told At- me. At midnight. The television least, show. <laughs> at least that's what Nick told me. Um, no, Which is why the Night of the Seven Fishes leads up to midnight and then you open presents at midnight. I don't know if midnight. it's like a European thing. but no. You said everyone in Europe does that. I did not say that. Um, I'm not too sure they all celebrate Christmas over there. But, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. We don't do that. You know what I mean? And, I, and it is interesting because when we were with your family, somebody, I think, started talking to me about that. And I was like, yeah, we've never done that. And I just kept walking. Oh. And your dad was like, and then they, why? Or your brother was like, why are you, why do they open Christmas? Yeah, I told them that because you told midnight. me that's what they do. Yeah, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. You know what, what? I mean? That, that's, you told me that's I don't what's think they happen. do. I don't, I don't think they do. I think God. they have a Christmas. I we think, need to, our, clearly our communication is off here, okay? First off, we didn't talk about what we were going to talk about on the pod besides the shows. Then I tell that story from three years ago with the reservations and the restaurant. Now you're telling me your family doesn't open Christmas presents on, at midnight, no. which is what you told me they had to do. No, I, and if they start doing 
doing that. I'm out of there, bro. That's weird. God. Oh, my God. I open Christmas presents on Christmas Day at 6 a.m. I wake up my entire family, and then we run downstairs, and we look at the tree, and we go, oh, and we shake all the presents. Shake them out of the tree? Mm-hmm. Um, well, so we've been gone all weekend. We've been in Charlotte. It was glorious. 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 Uh, we got, first off, every time I fly, I'm like, I'm never going to fly again. I cannot handle flying. And right now I'm taking just a little break from drinking. And it is like, it's torturous because my only way I've ever been able to figure out how to fly is to just get drunk on the plane. Mm -hmm. And now I'm not doing that. And um, it makes things really tough. Nick, how is your arm skin? It hurts. It's still growing (laughs) back. I mean, it's interesting. Ashley has like turns on a dime. We'll be having fun up in the airplane, watching Skin Wars, Fresh Paint, enjoying. And then there'll be like a little like like on the plane and all of a sudden Ashley turns to me and she's like fuck man fuck I told you I can't fucking fly I told you I can't fucking fly just get me down I need to be home that was what you were doing this time I gotta be home man I gotta get out of here I need to be home yeah I start getting when I start panicking on the plane I start being like I need to get off this plane right now and in my mind I'm like I should just open that emergency door oh open that emergency God. door and get out of this plane get me off of the plane would you man. ever would you ever sit in the emergency row hell no oh, okay never in a million years would I, I would. sit in the emergency row I would would sit in the emergency row. I think I would be fantastic if the plane crash landed and I had to operate the emergency door. What I would be worried about is me opening the emergency door mid-flight just because out of a like claustrophobic freak out. (laughs) Noting that. As a claustrophobic freak out being like, I got to get out of this little box. Okay, ma'am, are you, you're sitting in the emergency row. Are you okay with um, having the responsibility of opening this thing if there is an emergency? Yes. Okay, now you're not just going to rip it open mid-flight because you feel (laughs) a bump, are you? Maybe I might do that. Okay. And that was our improv scene. <laughs> uh, uh, but I learned from um, my stepmom, Rachel, that I should be taking Xanax. Oh, my God. It turns out there's a magic little <laughs> pill that helps you fly. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna go to my doctor as soon as the holiday seasons are over, and I'm going to say, get me some Xanax. I need a few Xanny bars, bro. Yeah, because I can't be flying. I, I got to fly because it's easy, but I can't do it because it really... I can't do it without Nick. I don't, I, I, and I can't go everywhere with Nick. On our flight back, it when we got our tickets, it was 17C and 17D. And we were like, oh, they're next to each other. That's great. And then we looked at it and we were separated by the aisle and I started crying. Yeah, you couldn't handle it. Because I was like, how, what, whose arm am I going to squeeze? So then I went up to the place, to the, to the lady at the desk and I was like, hey, listen, my girlfriend's really uh, scared of flying. I th- we're sitting across from one another in the aisle, but, um, is there any way we can be together? And he was like, she was like, well, listen, uh, because of the group that you're in, you're, you're flying economy. Group nine. I can't just, yeah, group nine. I can't just, um, move. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's going to be, you're going to get charged. So just to let you just, so you're not going to want to do that. And it was like, Oh, Okay. And then I kind of went over to Ashley and I was like, they're going to charge us. In my mind, I'm like, oh, it's going to cost like $200 to like, yeah. move us. And we're already at least 50, 50 like, each. Uh, we just spent $60 or Ashley just spent $60 on the worst Mexican food in the airport ever. Yeah. God, don't have Mexican in the airport. Yeah, guys. yeah Charlotte International Obviously. Airport or whatever it is. Anyway, so we, uh, I was like, fuck. And I was like, we're about to board. And I was like, all right, I got to go use the bathroom. And she was like, well, I might go and, and use it. I'll, I'll just spend the money. I'll spend the money. I was like, listen, if you need to do 
do this, then do it. But I got to go before he did. So I, I started left. having a meltdown. I went back and uh, I see like Ashley's like, thank you. Thank you. And she was like talking to the lady and came back and she was like, I did it. And I was like, oh, my God. So she was like, well, did she give you a break on the on the money? She was like, she only charged me for one. I was like, that's so awesome. How much was it? How much was it, Ashley? $12. $12. Why? This lady eyed me up when I went up there. She was like, listen, I'm seeing that you're in group nine. You're not going to want to get hit with this charge. All right. So you might as well just have a panic attack in the air, pull the emergency door open in flight and jump out because you'd rather do that than spend the amount of money that I'm looking at right now. Turns out that amount of money would have been max $24. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. I was wearing a cheap H&M bubble jacket or whatever the fuck I was wearing, but still. Yeah, but it was a pretty good flight. The flight back was easier than the flight there. Um, And, oh, we had so much fun in Charlotte. We went roller skating. Ashley has been trying to get me to go roller skating for eight years this is what happens you go home you visit your family and when you when there's a kid involved it's a lot of the adults looking at each other like what are we gonna do or should we put on a movie should we and i was like y'all got roller skating for a fifth time yeah let's should we eat again and i was like y'all got a roller skating ring around here and my dad was like we do and then porter my little brother was like i love to roller skate and I was like, let's go roller skating. And Nick was like, I don't know. I, I can't. I don't know if I can do it. And I was like, okay, babe, I respect your decision, but will you just come with us and hang out? And he was like, yeah, I will. And then what happened, Nick? I went roller skating. Hell yeah, you did. And you were pretty darn good. I was okay at it. It wasn't that I didn't know how to do it. Now, I hadn't been roller skating, okay, proper. Like, since I was a little, little boy. We're talking the four wheels, not yeah. in a row. Now, I'm a, I'm a child of the 90s. I'm, I'm, I'm an X Games kid. You better believe I had roller blades. And I was blading around, grabbing on people's bumpers, making little jumps in my neighborhood, hanging out with the BMXers and the skateboarders. Yeah. And we were all having a good time till they all realized that, hey, uh, which one of these d- doesn't belong? It turns out it was rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I bought a BMX. But... Uh, yeah, I just was like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. And, you know, sure enough, when I got there, um, uh, it was great because what I was really afraid of, I wasn't opposed to going, but I was afraid of like, it was the Saturday before Christmas, you know, it was what, two days ago. Um, and it was, I was like, this is every family's together. They're all going to be there at the roller skating rink. And we got there like a little after it opened, like around one o'clock and it opened at 12. And when we got there, there was like one little birthday party for like a couple of little kids and then just like a couple of weird inline skater men yeah. who are like working on skating backwards. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. Like there's no one out there. Let's do this. So I got the roller skates and sure enough, it was a little strange at first because yeah. you're not confident on them. I had to sort of relearn how to do it. You got to get your sea legs yes, back. Yes, and uh, I did. And I ended up uh, getting into it a little bit and it was actually a lot of fun. Hey, Nick, what did you think about me? You were good. And I enjoyed how, as you went, I was like enjoying watching you enjoy this. Yeah. And I liked how, as you started to get um, more confident on the skates, like after about, you know, a half hour of being there, you started to like break out like your 1970s, like disco, <laughs> roller disco moves where like you were like, had your hands behind your back and you're like moving your <laughs> hips to the music and like, you know, shimmying with your knees crouching and all that low. stuff, crouching low. Yeah. It was a lot of fun watching. You were really good. Thanks, babe. And it was also fun because you have a little brother. He's very young. He's yeah. six years old. So cute. He's the cutest. And he's still trying to figure it out. Yeah. And uh, it was really fun because you can't really explain to a six year old that like, you just have to trust that like one skate 
will like let you glide for a while and you don't have to have both skates on the ground at all times yeah so watching him like do his little shuffle yeah. like was very adorable i mean because well, he's so determined and he's such like he's like little he's like <laughs> he's got he's like you know three feet off the ground you know what i mean and yeah. he's just kind of like oh determined I'm yeah gonna, but his shot he, he was like he like picked his foot up like every half second he was really like forcing it he was like, like he was kind of like he was jogging on on yeah. uh, or power walking on skates he, he was w- really trying to make it happen mm-hmm. and he just kept falling falling over the boy fell over <laughs> fell over more than i was anticipating yeah. but you know he did get to go around a few times without falling over i think he felt very happy about that yeah we were all impressed yes. by the end he, he did at least three laps without falling over once your, not in a row not yeah. in a row your dad was out there too yeah. i saw him pull, uh, start remembering old like uh, moves yeah. when he went to the roller well, rink he was just kind of doing like the the coast around turn instead of the foot over the other foot yeah. turn and i knew he knows how to i know he knew how to do the foot over the foot because we used to skate together and i was like dad you're not gonna do the foot over the foot which it, you guys can all picture looks a lot cooler and he was like i don't know i just haven't done it in so long i was like try it try it and then he just slowly started trying it and he got back into it and you know it was a it was a great moment it was very cool um but the 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 absolute best thing that was going on at the roller skating rink is watching like the rink rats watching the kids who were like between the ages of like 12 and like 15. Well, we got there. So Nick said we got there at one right after they opened. And we we had like a good like 40 minutes of skating with just little kids and then like weird old dudes. And then around like 2, 2.30, the teens started to show up. Yeah. And the teens were very cool. They were super cool. You knew that it was a cool teen when you looked down at their, they didn't have like the the rental uh, They had They brought skates. their own skates. They had their own cool skates. I thought it was bizarre that kids still buy roller skates. I kind of feel like if you're a kid and you're going to buy your own, you know, roll arounds, they're going to be blades. You know what I mean? It's just blades are clearly cooler than skates are. Well, blades are like outside. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't roller skate like on the street, but I would roller blade on the street for sure. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, it d- doesn't seem like. Like if you're buying roller skates, it's because there's a skating rink yeah, near you. You need a rink for yeah, a skate. That you're you can, going yeah, every week. Yeah. You know, it's like. A lifestyle yeah but you you, you re, i mean there were kids out there with blades i mean they were, they yeah. were killing it you know yeah I mean? there was one tiny little kid who was like whipping around yeah. i mean his blades is the wheels on his skates were like bigger than his head it, it was, was wild it, it was pretty awesome but these kids were like I mean, they were throwbacks, man. I, I did not believe that there were still kids that were like, talking hang, about the roller rats. Yeah, yeah, who hang out at the rink like that. Yeah, like, long hair, backward hats. You yeah. know, some of them were listening to uh, like uh, Walkmans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like CD uh, portable CD players. Disc in jockeys. Dish jockeys. Discmans. Discman. Jockey underwear on their head. <laughs> yeah, they had little clicks, and uh, there were some cool girls. There were these two girls that were like decked out, and like one was wearing like an NYC uh, police department hoodie and like big hoop earrings and like skating backwards. She must yeah. have been like thirteen. Yeah. I was intimidated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was cooler than me. It was really cool. Then there was one kid who had his like headphones in, and he was like really working on it. Like he was just like kind yeah. of like ah, and he was like whatever he's listening to, he's kind of like the soundtrack to his skate. He was really killing it. And and then, um, well, so also you couldn't have a skating rink if there's not a concession stand slash arcade room. Yes. And so I came over there and you were like watching people in the arcade room. What was going on in there? You were like, I'm watching the dynamics of these people. Well, I was watching the kids who were sitting in the, yeah. sitting down like with their clicks and stuff, like taking a break, eating French fries. Were they and then, picking on the, what was nah, going on? They were just like hopping over the barrier, playing, you know, playing a game of, uh, of uh, air hockey. You gotcha, know what I mean? Yeah. Classic, classic stuff. 
I had a Cheerwine slushy. If yeah. you don't know what Cheerwine is, it is a local um, soda, sody pop. Sody. That's kind of like... Um, it's cherry flavor. It's a cherry Dr. Pepper is how I would describe right. it. Well, there is cherry Dr. Pepper. but it's, Yeah, it's, but it's, it, it's it, not cherry Dr. Pepper. I would Pepper. say it tastes kind of like Dr. Pepper a little bit. But more cherry Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheerwine. Now, my favorite thing about Cheerwine, so it's regional to the south. And my favorite thing about it is that as far as I remember, every like commercial I have ever heard for Cheerwine on the radio, never saw a commercial on television, just radio spots. It was always about how Northerners are trying to steal our Cheerwine. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I remember one that was like, uh, it, they, it was like these horrible New York accents. It was like, hey, where do they keep in the, where, where do they keep the boxes of Cheerwine? And then somebody being like, hey, are you trying to take our Cheerwine? And then a voice comes in. And it's like, everybody wants cheer wine you know and so the goddamn carpet baggers <laughs> coming through stealing our sody pop it was always about like and then i think they even called them yankees at God some damn point yanks. trying to take our cheer wine now unfortunately when i got the cheer wine slushy that does mean that i did not get the sun drop slushy oh. and that's hard because sun drop was my fave as a child what is like the traditional sun drop is it kind of like a mountain dew it is kind of like a mountain dew yeah. but if more of like a mountain dew and a sprite were mixed together. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. it's a very special flavor. Yeah, and, we and found, it has the highest caffeine. We found out down there. You found out down there that there were now different flavors of. Uh, I was shocked. Yeah, Rachel was telling me that there's like cherry sun drop, diet cherry sun drop, wow. all sorts of sun drop flavors. Wild. Growing up, you know, playing t-ball, you just had Sundrop. Had to have it, baby. That was it. It was sun, all Sundrop sponsored, and yeah. it, that's also a regional soda. Do you? Does New Jersey have a regional soda? Nah, uh, I don't know. Do you guys have RC Cola? Yeah, of course. Uh, you ever hear of Pepsi? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a region that started in South Carolina or Georgia. Uh, I, well, Coca Cola is from is uh, from is oh is, is Pepsi Georgia. Florida? Why is the South know. the home of all the sodas? It's because you guys drink a lot of sugar. Yeah, we, I guess on. so. It's like sweet tea, but with bubbles. Yeah, had a sweet tea when I went down there. Might have had two actually. Got to have a I sweet had a tea. few sweet teas. I do feel inc- nothing. Even though I've I've lost a lot of weight, I've gained some of it back. I'm feeling like I need to lose more weight again in the new year i do need to have sweet tea in the south i'm sure we've talked about this before oh we have because we talked about the takeaway cups with the sweet oh tea, yeah, yeah yeah which people actually have learned about that on our podcast yeah um that happened at the airport too we had yes. sweet tea with our, our dinner yeah. at mexican mm-hmm. and the one was like y'all want to go cut yeah you want and to go tea? yes and to me that is still wild but really the wa- most wild thing and you got to go back and listen to the maybe the last time it was probably an episode from the summer in which we talked about uh how ashley um claims that there is a law in yeah. North Carolina that if uh, that you could be arrested you arrested. can be arrested. You can be fined. You can be fined as a business if, if you, you don't do, offer you do free not refills. Offer free refills or take away sweet teas. And yeah. it's we have not uh, verified. You, gotta, this. you can't sell sweet tea and not offer free refills. It's that wild, is man. the law. It's wild. It's in the Bible. Uh, so we had a really, really nice time hanging out with Ashley's family. We had yeah. to, we had to uh, head back last night. We got in, wrapped a bunch of presents. Oh and, my uh, goodness! Yeah, we got back last night, and then it was 
present time. Mm. We just had present time. Yeah. We got a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we are, I gotta say this year, Nick, I am the most excited of what we've gotten our respective family right. members. We can't talk about that because we, we will post this. This is Christmas Eve. Yeah. We, we will be posting this in about a half hour and but I will say it will be just, out before we give them to people. That's so. a good point. But I would like to say, I think for both families, we pretty much knocked it out of the park. I think we did too. Although your family, um, got us a, a Roomba, yeah, which we're very, very excited about that, and something that we've already put into use uh, uh, upon getting back last night: a white noise machine to sleep to. Yeah, and it's not just a white noise machine; it has ten different white noise settings, and then ten different fan settings. Yes, and I thought I was going to be really into the fan settings. It turns out the white noise settings are the way to go. Yeah, but Rachel is like, um, she's she's just she she could write her own book on like consumer mm-hmm. affairs. Like she finds the best. Yeah. Yes. Model. And Rachel is your dad's wife. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she finds the best model of like whatever is out there. Yeah, so she's, she's fantastic. Getting, if she's getting you an electronic thing, you know that it has like thoroughly been researched. Yes. yes. And, and it's awesome. It really is awesome. And even awesome I, uh, to the point of when I was rolling through all the different sounds last night as Ashley was trying to go to sleep, there were a few frequencies of the white noise machine that really freaked Ashley out. You know what it is? I was thinking about it this morning. It's like as soon as you plugged in that white noise machine, and left the room I fell asleep within like three minutes yeah and I think that there was a couple of frequencies that were like about to knock me out and you like hit on one I was like yeah stay here and then you went to another one and it it was kind of woke me up a little bit and I was like get out of this one bring me back yeah and 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 I didn't realize how much she was panicking because the one that was that brought her out of it that one really intrigued me because it was really like ominous and strange yeah and i was, was trying like, to go whoa, back whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. and i was like oh my god i gotta use this in my real life somehow and then now she's like god damn it i said turn it all <laughs> go back to the one that was lulling me yeah, to sleep it was awesome but guys we are gonna take a break right now and we are gonna come back uh and talk a little bit of reality tv hell that's what you came here for ain't it see you in a sec Folks, we're back. We are back. And we have a buffet of uh, reality television shoes. Shoes. Shows. We have a Phoebe buffet (laughs) of uh, shows to talk about. Yes. And uh, we're going to talk about the... um, Great. Christmas Light Fight. Is that the, the name of the show? Yeah, something like that. The Great Christmas Light Fight. Yeah. So this is on ABC. Apparently there's been six seasons of this thing so far. It's wild. Apparently the original title was Lights, Camera, Christmas. Wow. What? I guess that's stupid, right? Yeah, so they I guess like so. That and they wanted yeah. to fight. It's a fight. Yes. And Nick, how did you find this? Um, I searched on Hulu through the holiday uh, section of things, which I've been doing quite a bit uh, this season. And uh, this pops up. Uh, and as something that is recommended to us based on uh, our watch watching. history. Yeah, yeah. So I remember before we started watching, we watched this last week. Um, so it's a little foggy in my brain because we really watch so much television. Yeah, but I think we watched two episodes. We watched two. And I think before this, we watched uh, getting Disney World ready for Christmas. And we didn't we didn't dig it. And so we switched over yeah. to the Great Light yeah. Fight. It was like a 20 minute piece on a woman who was talking about hanging like uh, icicles off of like uh, some a restaurant in Disney. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the guy who operates the crane. It's like, okay, cool. This is not fun. <laughs> this is not fun. And so I had pretty low expectations for the great 
Christmas light fight coming into it. Um, and it was, it, it first off, it's basically a celebrity judge comes and they look at three houses, uh, uh, Christmas displays, light yes. displays. They meet the whole family. They meet the, um, the neighbors. They get taken through these Christmas wonderlands around the house. And then they pick um, who gets to be the champion. Of that episode. Of that episode. And they win like a lot of money. I think 10 it was like, grand or something? I thought it was 50000 Oh, man. I don't know. That's crazy. They won a ton. I, you it know. probably won uh, half of how much it spent. they spend on electricity each uh, season. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was interesting. I will say, who were these celebrity judges? I know one I was a, know. one was a judge on some other stuff, like on one some, was like, a designer. woman. Yeah, the, the guy first one was, was a woman. The guy was a judge on things. I don't know who the woman was. Uh, t- uh, her name is T A N I Y A Tania N A Y A K. Okay. And then Carter Osterhaus. Yeah. Oosterhaus. Yeah, he sure. was the uh, he was judge. The judges, you know, basically their main job was to just be really excited and yeah. smile a lot and be like, show me your lights. Ooh, this is wild. Ooh, oh, it felt like I was in a real Christmas wonderland. They're just they're reacting. They're the audience. Uh we're projecting, you know, they're projecting our emotions on their experience. Now, the thing about this is that it is true a true slice of American weirdness. Yes. Because if you are so devoted to these Christmas lights uh, displays, you're not doing it to be on television. You're doing it because it's all you got. This is what we have, folks. This is what we have. I've invested all of my retirement money into 5,000 Santa blow-ups. And I will say you should definitely watch these uh, episodes, especially the first two from season six, not for the light displays, but for the characters oh, on this Lord. show. Wow. I mean, listen, there was one who was like a privileged uh, boy who had no, he was a, uh, uh, had no um, siblings. He was like 23, lived with his parents. And he just, all they did was blow up all those little blow-ups and put them on their like yeah. massive estate. And yes, it was kind of cool looking, but it was a little lame, a little lazy. I don't like those blow up things yeah it was just a lot of blow ups he's like i'm the king of blow ups and it's like okay you got money we get we it get it then the second family it was a, a man and a woman and the guy looked like santa claus and then the woman his wife kept saying a younger younger and handsome santa claus's brother yeah is what she kept saying they were so cute because this guy he welded all of these christmas lights yeah. displays and they were amazing it would be like a, a deer with a blue jay that would hop from the ground onto the deer behind and then fly away all through lights yeah it was incredible he was like an engineer or something yeah and and, uh is retired now and spends all year constructing these things he has his he has an attic where he builds miniature models of them to make sure that they work i mean when you're putting a diagram together and then making a miniature model of something you know you're a pro this guy was like an imagineer and if you're not familiar with imagineer those are the people who are at disney thinking up these incredible rides i mean he thought of everything he had fish jumping out of streams it was incredible yeah it was awesome and then the next family yeah might have been our favorite yeah this was a couple <laughs> from florida uh, yeah they were a gay couple presumably um i don't remember if they, they were actually they said my that husband, they were, husband i mean it was completely clear it was very obvious uh, these two dudes i mean mostly the 
the main guy who seemed to be very much into this was mm, the greatest character I've ever seen on a reality show. Someone get these two a television show. I could not believe how incredibly um, funny, endearing, honest, warm these people were. It in- was incredible, incredible eccentrics. And I absolutely love incredible eccentrics. And they had a whole story, you know, pictures of him in the hospital. If you guys are fans of, um, I actually mentioned Phoebe Buffay before, but the uh, show The Comeback, which had a couple of seasons on HBO, it's a fantastic show. Um, uh, I forgot the the main, Jessica, I think, is the main character. Uh, she has uh, an assistant, somebody who does her hair and makeup named Mickey. Uh, and this main guy was exactly this Mickey character. So if you guys are fans of that show, you know that Mickey's the standout character on, on, the, sh- on the show The Comeback. This is the real, true Mickey. I mean, this guy was... Fantastic. And what was special about um, this particular uh, setup was it wasn't just outside. I mean, they decked out their outside of their home. But what was crazy was they really decked out the inside of their home. Every room was decorated to the nines with Christmas trees and uh, they even had like a little elf sitting on the toilet seat taking a poop I mean they thought of everything I mean it kind of looked like you went to like a Christmas decoration store yes and, and, and you know what I mean it was like you walked in and it was every square inch was tinsel Santa Claus's Christmas trees lights it was in Sane what was going on in the inside of this guy's house. And the best part of it is that he opens up the house to the community with a, uh, a present donation basis. So you bring a present for a kid in need, and then you get to tour the house. And then he donates all the presents to like the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Um, and it was, so he's doing it for charity. And so it really brought the community together. And I will say this guy had the biggest community turnout. Because yeah. when the host comes, they meet everyone in the community, plus the people who, um, who run the house but so and it's very exciting but with this guy she showed up and she's like where is the main guy where is he and his husband was like oh he had to do some last minute things and then all of a sudden you hear coming around the corner a marching band that's right and he is leading the marching band oh with God. a cane and he i believe he had like a sequence jacket on oh and he's twirling and his baton the dude was he's just a gem i i loved it so much ashley and i were about to turn the show off until this guy showed up and we we're like thank christ <laughs> yeah because this can't is recommend incredible. this episode enough yeah check it out i believe it's 601 yeah so you watch the first season yeah and then the first episode the other family um was this family that had constructed sort of a drive-through christmas experience and this family was also incredible um mainly because the father who constructed the whole thing he'd been doing it for like 30 or 40 years he made a merry-go-round yeah that told the nu- story of the nutcracker it was it was wild yeah this guy you couldn't even like he was so he was so from like some i think texas i don't know but like a place where he's probably not seeing the the general public for that that long because he sounded like yosemite sam like you couldn't really understand what he was saying he's also definitely smoked one million cigarettes oh my lord and then his wife would be like what he's saying is that (laughs) and honestly this was probably the most professional setup right i mean you drove through on like a horse and carriage Mm -hmm. and it was wild and it was like an amusement park yes it was it was insane but honestly 
I, I kind of felt like the the I like the chintzy bullshit. Like I don't I don't really love how professional it looked. Yeah, kind of took away from it a little bit. Well, can we tell? Should we sure, tell them who spoiler. won? Okay, spoiler. Who won? The guy, the, the second, engineer, the engineer. Who, yeah, he was fantastic. The guy who looked like Santa Claus. And when they went and showed went and went back to his house to tell him that he won, they seemed so happy. So Especially happy. his wife seemed so proud. Yeah, and I think that they deserve to win just because Me their too. whole collection seemed more like a, a like a whole yeah a, instead of sort of a scattered i mean he was building light shows that were yeah. interactive it was yeah. it was it was insane and he did not have the land that and it may, and presumably the money that the yeah. the super professionals did um and he did not have the personality that the guys from florida had though now, i mean they were clearly the people's champs oh my god they were incredible i wanted the to get the gay couple to win just Me because too. of the personality i mean it was just just they knocked it out of the park. I would watch an all year round documentary on these guys. Same. So great. Um, and then the second episode, I don't don't think, remember a goddamn thing from it. I don't think we finished it. Yeah. I think we kind of bailed on it. Um, but I do remember that the first one was just that weird son. Who, no, I shouldn't say weird son. That's not fair. I will say that the thing <laughs> about this show was that it did highlight there are a lot of only children <laughs> boys living at home in their 20s um, who are obsessed with Christmas. So then this guy, he was probably like also in his 20s. He he constructed a what appeared to be like a Beyonce light concert just in terms of pyrotechnics and soundboards. It was less about like actual structures and more about the show. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. I mean, at this point, uh, I think the goodwill of this show had worn off on Ashley and I. Yeah. And we were like, okay, I think we've had enough. Yeah. And we turned it off. And I'm not too sure I'll ever watch another episode. But it was fun. I just recommend really watching the watch first six episode. Episodes, uh, season six, episode one. Check yeah. that out. It's on Hulu. So then that brings us to um, Skin Wars Fresh Paint, season one, episode yeah. one, which Nick, um, he downloaded as a distraction for the from the plane yeah. for me. Yes. And I think it worked. What do you I think? I think so, too. You got to do it. I got into it, too. It was a lot of fun. So why don't you explain to the fine folks at home, the blowhards, if you will, what this show is all about. So this is, uh, they took six amateur artists, or not amateur, excuse me, they took six artists who had never done skin painting before and we're talking if you you know those people you see that are fully nude but they they're covered their bodies covered in some sort of elaborate painting that uh if you guys spent a lot of time in in a mall growing up especially in a spencer's gifts you'll realize that one of the posters that you could buy in the back of a spencer's gifts in any spencer's gifts probably to this day uh You'd have the um, Pink Floyd poster that had a bunch of um, naked women sitting back towards the camera on a swimming pool. And each one of them were uh, the covers of all of the uh, Floyd Pink Floyd albums were painted on their body. I remember that. That might have been the first time I'd ever seen full on. uh, Butt cracks. Yeah, butt cracks, but also, um, you know, body painting. Yes, and if you have a dad who goes to Aruba or any sort of Florida parade, you might be getting pictures of naked people painted. Shout out to Steve. <laughs> what up, Steve? You don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so they take six artists who are known in their field but are not 
um, body professional painters. body painters. And what they do is they have them compete uh, in the first round of the episode to see which three will be chosen by a Skin Wars champion to be a mentee. Um, they will mentor those amateurs. So the first round, you see six people, three of them go home, and then three compete with their mentor for the grand prize of $10,000. And this was, it was fun. I liked it. It I, was fun. It was cool. It was like chopped style. So you yeah. guys don't have to like get invested in an entire season. You just watch one episode, much like the great Christmas light fight. Yeah. Where you get the winner after every episode. And that's kind of fun. Those are good uh, competition reality shows. Just the crunch and, and binge and smash and grab. Now, what I liked about this was sort of the aesthetics around the skin wars like uh, people. Like they all had mohawks and their name was like oh, glue man. and like yeah. ah. And, yeah, you know, well, one guy's name was Gear, and he was Gear. he was dressed like an oi punk or yeah. something, or like a, just like a mohawk, blue hair, flame hair, yeah. mohawk. You know, everyone was just like decked out yeah. as a character. Yeah, they're like, I love to airbrush. And this was Skin Wars Fresh Paint, and I believe uh, what the mentors were was from the feeder show, which was the champions of a regular Skin Wars said. show. Right. So I mean, these guys had to create personalities for themselves in order to be chosen. Um, so there was two uh, male uh, kind of punk rock-esque uh, mentors and one female um, non-punk rock. Yeah, uh, she was just kind of a normal gal. Her, her hook, I think, was a, that she was a lady. <laughs> and she, Yeah, she was a lady, but she was also fun. I yeah. could see her hosting a show. Sure. She had like a good attitude. Speaking of, who was the host? RuPaul. RuPaul was the host. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was a pretty good host. Uh, and the people involved in the show, there was a couple of guys who were up to no good, started making trouble in my neighborhood, a.k.a other punk rockish guys there was a guy that was like um he i think he was like a he he was in a body shop he painted cars yeah um and he was you know sleeveless some tattoos uh there was another guy who um just kind of like a mild-mannered guy graffiti artist maybe a graffiti artist who was wearing his heart on his sleeve the entire time he was was fantastic there was a woman who had never she was um, a performance artist yeah performance artist and she was there to prove that her physical art would could match her performance art she was okay. Um, she was okay. The she prob- didn't listen to her mentor. She did not listen to her mentor, um, and uh, they ended up getting um, out on the first challenge. Yeah. Um, and then it was up to the mild-mannered guy with his heart on his sleeve versus the guy, the gearhead guy. Yeah. And they uh, had a- Who was redeeming his friend's death yes, or something? Yes, it was there wild. There was like a death- storyline going on uh overall i i give this um you know one out of five cat paws i give it two and a half sure this is on netflix by the way if you want to watch it it's just Uh, something nice to watch it was kind of it was kind of fun i'm not too sure i'm going to jump back into this i do want to say that uh watch where you watch this thing because we did watch this on a on an air airplane yeah uh with other people around and i kind of just didn't realize that maybe people would thought it was strange that on our um ipad we were watching a show that prominently featured naked women uh you know but i mean since there's body paint on them it's kind of like they're not naked yeah but they're naked it was interesting to see these men have to put pasties on women's nipples and then deal with and painting a woman's breasts yeah and being like the pasty's not working we got to change the pasty yeah it was pretty wild but and uh, then they were there were some crotch scenes where they're like i didn't really want to get i didn't know what to it's like sir it seems like you've left her entire midsection clean what happened there he's like i'm a pervert (laughs) uh anyway that was uh you know go for that i'm not too sure i'm gonna watch that one i'm not gonna watch it again i might watch another one who knows um but that brings us to something i will definitely watch again which is x on the beach season two premiered this thursday we watched it 
and we're here to give our initial thoughts. So as you guys know, we've watched uh, last season, season one that was on MTV. It actually made us go ahead and watch a bunch of episodes of the original X on the Beach UK. I think we watched a couple episodes of season five. We chose that because it featured a few of our favorites from uh, the challenge. Uh, Kaylee is on that episode. Um, uh, Melissa, the br- all the Brits uh, were on the International episodes. DJ Melissa Reeves. Um, and you go back and listen to what we thought about uh, f- the first season of the American version and uh, in turn the uh, UK version because there's lots of differences and we go a- a pretty deep into what's being featured in America versus what's being featured in the UK. And what we realize is the way that they talk about sex in the UK is insane. It's true. At least to our American eyes. Should we just go through the cast right now? Yeah, let's pick let's pick through the cast and okay. we'll talk about them. And you know how we do. We'll be watching this show the entire season. We'll be giving you updates on how we feel. Yep. First single introduced is Farrah Abram. Oh boy. This you is know big. her from Teen Mom, Couples Therapy, Celebrity Big Brother, and Marriage Boot Camp. You know her from Teen Mom. She's been on it since the Teen Mom show premiered, and that was like ten years ago. Yeah. So she is no longer a teen mom. Uh, she and then a, and then a teen mom OG. Uh, she also is very much known from her vivid porno, uh, which uh, people like to talk about. Vivid, the pornography company, uh, put out a uh, porn that was sold to America as a sex tape. But this is one of those sex tapes that's like professionally done and yeah. meant to be sold. So uh, she. That's kind of when she started to break out of just being an MTV reality star and kind of being a pop culture star because uh, it's wild that the teen mom did a sex tape. Um, and she really thinks that she is a lot more famous than the people on the show. She brought so much tude to this first episode. Wow. She's like, where are my towels? Why didn't anyone wake me up? I can't believe I'm sharing a room with people. She's like, I am the biggest star on this show. I'm looking around. I'm like, who are these people? These girls aren't even attractive. And honestly, uh, you know something's up when on the first episode of an MTV reality show, it features a producer talking to one of the cast. The executive producer, not just a producer. No, and it was not some like intern. Like this was like a dude in his like late 40s who, and it's to me, I find it to be hilarious that a guy like that produces a show like this. Yeah, That was wild to me. I'm like, that's the EP of the show? He seems so normal and dad-like. Why is he producing filth? Yeah. But there you go. Next up is Chad Johnson. You know him from The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, famously single and celebrity big brother. And I will say this guy, maybe, what is he, 43? Oh, my God. He's so <laughs> old. <laughs> Ashley, I was I, I was like, that guy is old as hell. And Ashley, like, can you imagine if there was a woman on the show that, that, that age? And it's like, honestly, I can't. You can't. I can't. A woman would never be cast on this show this age. Yeah. This guy is so old looking. And, you know, he's seen, people think that he's super hot they like him on this show although a bunch of women are fighting over him at this point but uh he's like supposed to be the bad boy he's got his whole thing is he's got a a, a short fuse and he was kicked off bachelor in paradise like for, right he away tried to fight the whole cast yeah. or something honestly he i didn't like him he seemed like a real pos and, i think uh, i'm gonna make a prediction right now yeah. i think he's gonna bring a lot of fun to this season let's hope let's hope i do like when people are fighting next up is angela oh we didn't see her huh i wonder if that's because they bring her in yeah so you, angela you, be, babkitz be, be careful i want to okay i want to well, talk about the people now i, I want to say something about that um bachelor guy yeah yeah. Chad. Yeah. Um, he looks exactly 
like the bachelor guy from last year, just maybe more of a uh, a, a, a a beard situation going. Oh, but like exactly they, they, from the bachelor guy from X on the yeah, Beach season yeah. one. It's like they all look alike. These white they guys. Do. It's they insane. really do. Next up is Jose. Jose's. You know him from the Big Brother and the Challenge. God, what a delight that he's on. He's really coming into his own as far as the MTV reality shows. I can't believe how much I love Jose. He's so good. He's so funny and so watchable, he's and he's so, so into it. That's what I love about this is because there's a point in which he's talking to another cast member on this show it's actually um farah because farah's whole thing was like mm, what goes on on this show mm, I don't, yeah it's like what are we supposed to be doing like okay like how's this gonna work yeah and like you could tell jose was like has seen like all of the last season yeah. and it was like he and he was like girl he's like <laughs> shit is gonna get wild like when people start showing up exes like what happens when like your ex like starts hooking up with other people like he was like trying to tell them yeah tell her the uh, give her the anticipation that we all are having about yeah. x on the beach and it just was delightful to watch him it really was he was gleeful telling farah about this stuff i can't believe how much i did not like my turnaround on jose is i i think it's the biggest i've ever had on a reality persona like yeah, maybe maybe I, I don't when know when he came on champs versus stars i was like who the heck is this guy well let's be honest that was a sad thing we, his whole storyline was about how he sucks and he can't swim yeah you know what i mean it was just like a bad look and then he just wasn't in his element and and he because you really you can't really be super snaky and catty on that show um, you know, that's for the main season of the challenge. Luckily, they got his ass on there and he got to shine because he is a lot of fun to watch in that scenario. And I'm sure he's going to be more fun to watch here because it's not even not that he's not a good physical competitor. He proved himself on uh, Final Reckoning. But I think he's more made for a Big Brother style situation where everybody's sitting around talking shit. Yeah. Fun interviews, hookups yeah. like you want him in that portion of this type of reality. And I and I'm, I can't wait to see um, him spread his wings in this show. Um, Nick, can we take a quick pause? Because sure. My, we'll my- be right back. <laughs> We're back, folks. Sorry about that, folks. Sometimes the Wi-Fi is not loading. Am I right? Next up is a little blonde chicklet known as Morgan Willett. She is the winner of Big Brother Over the Top. What did you think of Morgan? Uh, she was okay. I didn't really like how she started like speaking about... like. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I think she's great. She was bringing great <laughs> attitude to her interviews. Just like real authentic. Seemed like a real person. My only problem with her is that she's just kind of a white blonde girl, which is boring on these shows. But she was uh, she was really fun in her interview. She's like, are my parents going to see this? Yeah. I enjoyed her. I, I also liked, I mean, eventually her ex shows up and to yeah. see, because she goes for Chad in this first episode and then her ex, her ex shows up and her ex is like, not Chad. You know what I mean? Her yeah. ex is like from like Survivor or something. He's like a, he's like a, a rugged nature guy. I think it was like snowboarder. Gen, Zach. Gen X versus millennials or yeah. something. And yeah, and he's just like his. He's a, I mean, he's a good looking guy, but he ain't no Chad. He's no Chad. And she is like really attractive you know what i mean yeah. so to me it was just like ooh, what's going on with these two next up is cheyenne parker he is from fire island um which ju- by the way didn't know about it is that on logo because it to me it looks like it's like a bachelor in paradise um uh but just with gay guys and i don't I, know but i need to watch that's it. what i was saying when i saw the <laughs> clips of that i'm like i bet you this is the most fun to watch yeah um but because because later in the episode um cheyenne just he decides to make his mark and go at 
at Farah. Yeah. And he goes at Farah to the point where Farah, I believe, picks up a stool like to about about to hit him with it. Yeah. Well, because he brings in her daughter. Yes. I mean, and he, then Jose's like, no, you can't bring children into this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he seems like he's ready to pop off. Yes. That brings up next is Maya Benberry. Benberry. Um, and she was on a show called Catching Kels, K-E-L-C-E. How would you say that? Catching Kelsey. Kelsey? I, I don't know. Uh, K-E-L. I don't remember who it was, but I remember the name of the guy. Well, he was like an NFL star. Yes, and, and the I, whole I, show I was about who. getting him to date you. What network was this on? I don't know, but she won. <laughs> okay. Maya's cute. She's fun. She uh, she hooks, hooks up with Malcolm right away from Are You The One that we just saw that season we just finished. Oh, uh, yeah. Malcolm all over Malcolm. Star of staying relevant. Hold on. She was not all over Malcolm. Malcolm no, was all I, over her. I'm all over Malcolm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Star of staying relevant. Everybody knows that's my favorite reality show. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. So over the weekend, there was some uh, drama on Twitter with challenge people because Nellie T got arrested. Oh, my God. Buried the lead. Nellie T. Well, I actually read into it. He didn't get arrested. He didn't. Get, he he, went, he had, a war- he had a warrant for his arrest that something had happened five years ago and he wanted to square it away so he didn't go to jail. Yeah. And so he's getting in fights. But he, that does not take away the fact that he has like nine mug shots, something like that. And a lot of for, the- for theft and things. So uh, we'll update you on the situation. I'm sure if you guys are super fans like us, you already know. But uh, it's it made me feel a little weird about Nelly T. I didn't feel like he had it in him. Well, we're not going to talk about Nelly T right now because, as you know, I'm a Nelly T fan and I will defend him. Um, So I don't want to get into that because I think that'll take too much time. But what I do want to get into is that there was a lot of Twitter beefs happening back and forth. Lots of people talking uh, talking shit all weekend. And I saw a tweet from Mr. Malcolm that was like, I see all you snakes talking shit. And this is the reason why I said no. I won't go on the not I said no. This is the reason why I won't go on the challenge because I don't want to be in a house with all these fakes. And I was like, first off. Shit. First Horse off, shit. Malcolm. Malcolm, you would sell your mother <laughs> up the river. Not in a million years did you say no to the challenge. Let's be on ass. Like, how We know dare what rules you? the roost over at MTV reality, okay? Yeah. It's either going to be Teen Mom or it's going to be the challenge, and you ain't no Teen Mom, my friend. Next up, we have Nicole Ramos from the challenge. You Whoa, know her I was as... super surprised to see her, by the way. Didn't know she was going to be on this show. You know her as Nani's cousin, and I got to say, her new boobs look great. And uh, I'm glad that somebody talked about her makeup in the first first yeah. episode because I had commented about her makeup. She her makeup is a bit much. I really like Nicole. I think she brings a lot to the challenge. I think she brings a lot to reality shows she's on. As a competitor, she wasn't great on the Man. challenge, but she always made it far because she was good with politicking, and she's really good in interviews, so I think she's going to be fun on this show. Uh, by the way, she seems like she's totally upping her game. It seems like she had felt like she took a hit not being on, that sh- on the challenge in a couple of seasons, mm-hmm. and she's feeling like she needs to reinvent herself because yeah. she's coming in as the villain. Yeah. I mean, aside from Farah, who is like the real villain in life, it seems like. Right. Um, she has uh, uh, come out and been like, I'm going to be like such a mean girl. Yeah. And she's and, like, I'm getting the guy I want and I'm, I'm going to make it happen and I don't care who I hurt. Yeah. And she's really going. She really is attacking uh, Chad. And what's her name from uh, who won Big Brother over the top? Morgan Willett. Morgan. Uh, fun scene between all three of them. 
Uh, Malcolm, we already mentioned him. Um, then we have Janelle Shanks. Um, she is from Bad Girls Club. I think she's going to be a lot of fun. She was like, I'm a, I'm a Christian and I'm a bad girl. Yeah, and she was like twerking on the bed and then yeah. interspliced with interviews talking about how she's a Christian. It was a lot of fun. Bad um, Girls Club Miami, I believe. And then I think that if we keep talking, we're just going to get into the exes. Well, so got, I'm going to stop because these people I'm looking at have yet to be introduced. Well, Deandra came, showed up, which oh, is Malcolm's ex from yeah. Are You the One? And yeah. I was excited to see her because she's also an alum from Staying Relevant. We love DD in and, the house. And, and they really threw a wrench into Malcolm's new hookup. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, also that guy who came back from Mor- for Morgan, is that her name? Yes, um, Zach, Which I we think. talked about him, who's not as good looking as Chad. And also, um, what's her- Maya's ex came in, who was a, he was a uh, college football player. Who cheated on her a, a thousand ton. times. And they went to the Shack of Secrets. Yeah, it's wild. Um, but I'd like to say this about Deandra. Is she the most attractive person that's ever been on Are You The One? Uh, she's one, she's one of them. I think she is just so gorgeous. Every time she shows up on the screen, I'm like, how is this person not a model? Like, I mean, she probably is. I mean, you know what I mean? I think she maybe has too much of a personality to be a model. No, Mm. no shade thrown to models. But, uh, I'm a fan of DeAndre. I liked her on the show. I can't wait to see what happens. I I think DeAndre is so great. And we, I think we got a little spoiler that Nuri's is coming on. Oh, definitely. She's coming on. Yeah, she's in the trailer. That was the triangle on Are You the One Season 6 between Malcolm, DeAndre, and Nuri's. So, um, it's, it's going to be a wild time. I do want to say before we close up, uh, I thought it was really interesting how Malcolm is trying to pass off the fact that he broke up with DeAndre because DeAndre went and saw a puppy of her ex. Yeah. He's like, I think she cheated on me. And she's like, I just went to see his puppy. He loves five minutes away He's from like, me come on you had to go see a puppy an ex's puppy yeah uh and it's like come on malcolm we all know what you're doing here malcolm folks that was the show i want to wish everybody a happy holidays yes and, and happy new year yes and what i would love to wake up to in the morning what i want under my digital christmas tree is some new reviews for our podcast so please if you can find it in your heart to go ahead find us on apple podcasts okay which is a an app and I'm sure most of you are listening on it, scroll down on our page. You'll see the stars. They're blank. I want you to hit that fifth star. Give us five stars and then review us. Make Say something nice about us. It warms our little hearts. It's true. Our hearts will grow eight sizes larger than it is. And uh, we will be very, very happy. And if you'd like to send us a little comment or something, well, you can email us. Uh, realityblowspodcast at gmail.com is our email address. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at realityblowspod. Mm-hmm. You can find Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Instagram at Nick Maritato. My last name is spelled M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. And we really hope you guys have a nice holiday. Uh, get some rest. Watch some reality TV. And you know that we'll be back uh, dropping an episode, I think, on New Year's Day. Is it next Monday, doggy. New Year's Day, or next Tuesday? I think you might be right. I don't know. Well, New Year's or New Year's Day. You know, we, we keep plugging along. We're like the Postal Service, not the band but the uh, federal uh, division of things that get you mail. And as always, <laughs> may the cool kids have their own skates. And may Malcolm stay relevant. Bye. Bye.